another episode of Headphones Neil Reviews. I'm your host, as always, Headphones Neil, bringing you my review for this year's playthrough of Knights of the Old Republic. So for this review, I wanted to do a little bit different of a playthrough where in playing the game, I wanted to kind of have a build of my character that imagines if um, Darth Maul from The Phantom Menace was an actual truly utilized or fully utilized and fully hashed out character as a sith lord so in playing the game i created my character build along the lines of a scout and sentinel so the premise there is that as a scout um and if you read some of the novels um which i want to say are legends but i'm not sure but if you read some of the novels and stories about Maul's time, you know, in the Outer Rim and uh, some stuff related to the Eredu factory and stuff like that. As he's coming up to be the apprentice and ultimate Sith Lord under Sidious, um, he is able to spend a lot of time on his own. Um, uh, Sidious is actually able to send him out on missions, which is able to analyze and take care of and handle pretty much on his own with very little input. So, the idea of creating a character that becomes a truly Sith, a true Sith Lord, um, is very intriguing. Um, I thought about creating him as maybe a uh, scoundrel, um, or maybe even developed as a, a high stealth character because he's able to hide quite easily. But um, because of his bravado and ego, he's not necessarily, or be, and ultimately, you know, getting more and more powerful, he doesn't necessarily hide. So being a scout and a sentinel um, essentially allows him to be on his own and create and generate a lot of force powers and force points and things like that. So in this build, I did end up using a double bladed lightsaber. Um, I created um, and ultimately I used the mantle of the force lightsaber crystal because that's the one I believe is the one that creates the magenta hue. So keeping with the red lightsaber tradition of the Sith, I ultimately gave the heart of the Jedi crystal to Bastila because um, it kind of matches her. She has a double bladed lightsaber. She's a good or a Jedi gone bad. So it kind of fits with her. Um, overall theme as a character and essentially the playthrough while I kept with the story of what happens in Knights of the Old Republic playing through as a um, scout and sentinel kind of imagines if even if the story stayed the same with Maul losing to the Jedi on Naboo he comes back in the Sith underworld which you can consider as the underworld of Terrace um, and he still rises through the ranks to gain his powers, but ultimately in the Clone Wars we see him stuck in the ways of trying to either redeem himself in the eyes of Sidious or still try and overthrow Sidious. So um, in this case we have, you know, if you ignore the part of Revan overthrowing Mal or Malak overthrowing Revan, um, this kind of becomes a redemptive arc of Revan wanting to dethrone Revan or Revan trying to dethrone Malak as a Sith Lord and take over his empire with the Star Forge. So um that can the parallel can be made that um 
uh, Maul ultimately took over um, the underworld, for example, on Mandalore, uh, Crimson Dawn, and all of that. So it becomes a more fun gameplay to think of Maul ultimately having powers like um, Force Lightning, um, Drain Life. Um, he can still have Force Run to ultimately become a faster Force user, um, Force Push to push enemies away from him, although because we don't have a Force Pull kind of thing where he can pull enemies closer to him, you can do something like Stasis if you wanted to. Um, I opted to keep with Force Push just to be one of the, just along those ideas of um, pushing his enemies away from him so he can focus on creating his own fighting style against various enemies. So all in all, the gameplay is pretty good. Um, otherwise, as far as this gameplay, I think I got just about every story arc completed, except for, I want to say, I will, or I'll put an asterisk on this one just because I still ended up killing off Juhani at are on Dantooine, but I could have theoretically kept her, um, tried to progress her dark side tendencies and kept her as an additional force user on the Star Forge if I kept her in the story. But because I was focusing on the dark side, I pretty much killed her off early and left it at that. And I fostered all the dark side and everything else. So uh, pure dark side, um, I was able to get or max out, you know, Force Storm, uh, Death Field, uh, for I think force wave for the pushing and all of that so um, that was all good as far as the character build I was able to max out on the armor so I could get Revan's robes and the Sith mask um, I've uh, maxed out the um, implant level so I could get the advanced I think bio stabilizer for force immunity and poison and all of that so I had probably a pretty good character build um, I think I even increased the lightsaber um effectiveness to the most i've ever had it at with like damage at like 9 to 24 or something like that with um mantle of the force and i forget which crystals i used but essentially um having of the highest like damage bonus there were a few other builds where i could have lower damage but higher um and a, a higher attack modifier and things like that and then of course have things like regenerate force points and health and all of that so all in all a good build i think i still ended up dying a couple of times because i rushed too fast into the attack uh without really buffing up on force points but once i started doing that it actually went very smoothly so all in all it was a very good gameplay for this time around um and then as i've been doing the last couple of times for the playthrough i did end up using a few mods so i still use on this time around the jedi from the start mod where it matches what happens in knights of the old republic 2 where you have force powers right from the start you pick your jedi class and or you still have to pick your character build of you know soldier scout or scoundrel but then when you start the game you can pick your jedi class of consular sentinel and guardian i think so whichever build you pick um you can pick it from the start so that's mostly so you got you can have force run on the um Eben, or not on the Hawk, but on the endar spire and on terrace which makes terrace go infinitely faster because you're not doing a regular standard walk through the planet you can actually run and speed through some of the transitions on the map and it makes the level just that much faster and you can ultimately start building your characters force points that much sooner and it makes you know parts of the map like or parts of the level like Bendak Starkiller a little bit easier as well 
And then as far as other mods I used, uh, which was the first time using it this time around, I did use the Easy Pazak mod. So when I was looking at mods to use for Knights of the Old Republic 1, um, this came up and I got intrigued to see how well it worked just because in playing Pazak and Knights of the Old Republic 1, it is heavily um, favored in favor of the game, um, especially where the AI is concerned because it becomes very convenient for the, for the game to easily get to 20. So it's really hard in some cases to get to win enough to get what you need, especially like on Yavin Station to get the discount from the Rodian. So, and that's probably mostly by design because you don't want to make it too easy to get the discount on the various parts of stuff he sells. But it's crazy in favor of the uh, game, even on easier parts of the game, like on Terrace. So in playing it, it essentially does not allow the AI to use their side deck. So it, I think it's something like it sets them all at zero. So while there's still the chance that the AI can get 20 um, on the regular get deck, it becomes a lot lower chance that they're going to be able to do that. And once they get above 21, they cannot use their deck to get back down to 20. So once it gets in the range of like 16 to 19, their deck or they automatically hold. So it's easier for you as a player to plan out how far will you want to go, get you which cards you want to use to um, get to 20 or if you're going to be over 20 and then reduce down to whatever is going to let you win. So when you are playing the game, it becomes easier to get credits when you're playing against various um characters on the different levels when you're playing against the Rodian it's easy to bet as many points or as many credits as you want and ultimately beat him a lot faster so instead of spending you know an hour or two trying to beat him to get the discount you're now spending maybe I want to say and I didn't keep track of it but maybe 15 to 30 minutes to beat him and you're done and um, it's not something you're wasting time on to get that discount granted you still have to do it to get the discount but you're not wasting time on it so it kind of becomes one of those things where um it's a you know unacknowledged quest to complete so you can get that discount down the line for the mantle of the force and heart of the jedi lightsaber crystals um the final mod that i used was the easy um the easy uh, now I'm drawing a blank on the or swoop racing. I was thinking of pod racing, but the easy swoop racing mod. So you cannot use it on Terrace because it's the initial level. But if you would use the easy swoop racing mod on Terrace and, or not Terrace, but on Tatooine and Manon, what it does is is it sets all the um, acceleration pods in a single line. So you actually don't have to navigate around obstacles. If you do when using the mod, it'll actually damage your swoop racer. So all you have to really do is hit the acceleration pod and time it correctly so you get the, or as fast of times as you can. So essentially what you're doing is it's or essentially what it's doing is allowing you to complete the the time so you can finish the side quest as fast as possible similar to the easy Pazak mod so on Tatooine you can I think the guy's name is Nico so you can easily complete the Nico side quest without having to get um, the fast times and either convince him to sign with the hut or not sign with him and tell him it's a bad deal on Manan I think um, essentially it gives you the side quest of with the Gamorrean to um, either accept his offer to not beat his time or tell him to shove off and um, try to become the reigning champion on Manan. So um, essentially 
the easy swoop racing mod is doing the same thing as what the easy fizzak mod does on yavin station where it allows you to progress the side quest without having to waste time on actually beating the track times in order to complete those missions because they are side missions you don't necessarily have to complete them but they're difficult enough to complete um and distracting enough where you don't want to spend too much time on them but if you actually want to complete the side quests you want to be able to progress them nicely enough so i definitely recommend using these two mods even if you don't use the easy the jedi from the start mod i would recommend using the easy pazak mod and easy swoop racing mod just so you can get those quests and complete them without wasting time on them the jedi from the start um granted if you know for story originality you can complete terrace um as it is without it but if you want to have the jedi powers early on or you don't like wasting time on terrace then def i definitely recommend it so overall i still had i had a fun time with this particular mod i did make a concerted effort to make sure i finished all the um story the side the story arcs and side quests with all the companions so uh Kandris and jaggy or jaggy um Kandra or Karth and his son Bastila and her mom Mission and her brother uh Zalbar and his brother so um I did have a good time with that um I did probably rush through some of the conversations just because after a while it does get kind of conversationally and boring um I did sit through some of um, Malik's speech at the end just so you could see again how um tropey villain he is with his monologuing so that is still super annoying and doesn't quite hold up but in the grand scheme of things it could have been worse but it basically at some point towards the end he does get very monologuey so that is very annoying so it does you do if you've played the game before you can kind of rush through his conversation just so you can get to fighting him um it is a little bit more fun and easier on the dark side just because you can drain the life force of the um jedi that he's holding in stasis so you can get to fighting him directly because i think there's something like six to eight jedi that he's holding so on the light side you do have to fight malik i want to say something like eight to ten times because you have to beat him the first time and then he drains the life of all the jedi so you have to beat him all those times and then one more time once they're all the jedi are gone to finally defeat him so he is the end boss so it is expected but if you don't like doing that fight over and over you can essentially get if you get the uh, drain life force power then you go around drain the life force of all the jedi uh, and then you only have to fight malik twice so it makes it that much easier so that's really all there is for this particular review um the only thing i will say is that um in researching the mods for this particular playthrough uh, I saw on Nexus mods, I think, or maybe Deadly Steam or Deadly Stream or wherever it is, that there's a mod called, or there's a mod that adds an actual extra planet. I think it's Solomon's Revenge. Um, so on the desktop version of Knights of the Old Republic, you can install the patcher and play Solomon's Revenge as an extra planet to go through with extra missions and stuff where i want to say last year the it, i didn't see a way to do play or add that mod to the android version of the game which was as usual the way i played through this time around but in reading a little bit about the mod this time it seems like there is a way to um play the mod on the android version of the game it does still re uh, require 
uh, copying a lot of stuff over and uh, manually installing the mod but it got me intrigued to want to play that um, as an additional uh, either on its own as its own standalone missions or replay Knights of the Old Republic with it just to see how it holds up. I haven't decided if it would be like a dark side or light side playthrough but since I just did the dark side playthrough I thought I would do the canon playthrough of Revan as a light side Jedi. He still have his two um, lightsabers and all of that and play through normally as if um, I'm playing the canon version of the game but include the Solomon's Revenge additional planet and missions playthrough especially since I've been reading a little bit of an uptick lately and I didn't actually check the dates but supposedly there was supposed to be one more uh, planet on Knights of the Old Republic but it was supposed it was uh, reportedly cut and um they kept our kind of because it probably didn't fit in with the story there was supposed to be a gladiatorial level or something like that so um that's neither here nor there i'm gonna finish doing a read through of installing the mod on android see if it's possible maybe give it a shot see if i can get it running and if so then do another playthrough maybe later this year for the um light side playthrough of Revan with that additional map to see how it flows with the overall story see what it's all about and see uh basically just how good or bad it is and see how I mean in general I hear good things about it but I want to see how it holds up in the grand scheme of the story so that's all there is for this particular review so if you have any questions comments feedback um anything that you think about the game or any or any part of my playthrough then you can comment on this post on social media again all of those links can be found on the website at headphonesneal.reviews uh, where you can also get access to the subscription links and links to supporting the show if you like my content so that's all there is for this particular uh, episode and review thanks for tuning in and until next